God bless you. This is Pastor R.R. Jordan. Thank you for tuning into the Advancing Church Podcast. You know, the Bible says in Romans 10 and 17 that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. I pray that today's message will ignite your faith to propel you forward to the next level in your walk with Christ. Now let's get into today's message. If God is going to move, there must be expectation. Somebody has to be expecting. Somebody has to know that he's able to do it in their life. I'm so grateful for God and for each and every one of you who have tuned in on this morning. I believe that the word is going to penetrate. I believe that something is about to shake and the coffin is about to open up and life my God life hallelujah in a season in which we've saw so much death life is coming now it's coming now so I thank God for you there is something specific that God has for each and every believer that is in this room and those that are watching us virtually I want you to go with me to Luke, Luke chapter 7, starting with verse 11. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God. Luke 7 and 11. I'm going to try not to preach this as I'm reading it because there is so much here for us to glean. Luke 7 and 11. And it came to pass. I could just stop right there. And it came to pass. How many of you are looking for something to come to pass? And it came to pass the day after that he went into a city called Nain. And many of his disciples went with him. Went with him. How many of you are ready to go with Jesus? They, they went with him. The New Living Translation says, and a large crowd followed him. And a funeral procession was coming out as he approached the village gate. The young man who had died was a widow's only son only son sometimes what you've lost is the only one you had sometimes you've lost the only one but God is able to do something that can change the circumstances glory be to God the young man who had died was a widow's only son and a large crowd from the village was with her when the Lord saw her, his heart overflowed with compassion. Don't cry, he said. Then he walked over to the coffin and touched it, and the bearers stopped. Young man, he said, I tell you, get up. Glory be to God. Then the boy sat up and began to talk, and Jesus gave him back to his mother. I believe that somebody is about to get it back. I, I believe that on, on this morning that somebody is about to get it back. And if you're watching us uh, via the live stream, I want you to write that in the comments. Somebody is about to get it back. And if you want to make it personal, write, I'm about to get it back. I'm about to get it back. Glory be to God. So Jesus gave him back to his mother what she thought was lost. 
great fear swept the crowd, and they praised God, saying, A mighty prophet has risen among us, and God has visited his people today. And the news about Jesus spread throughout Judea and the surrounding countryside. Glory be to God. Most gracious and merciful Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Have your way on this morning. I magnify you. Prepare the hearts and minds of your people to receive your word, dear God. I thank you right now, God, that it's never too late with you, God. As long as there's still someone who expects, someone who believes that it's never too late, dear Lord. So I thank you now and I praise you. In Jesus' mighty name I pray, amen. Glory be to God. I want to speak from the topic funeral freeze. Funeral freeze. Starting a new series uh, entitled Resuscitate. Resuscitate. What, what does it mean to resuscitate? It means to revive from unconsciousness or apparent death. Make something active or uh, vigorous again. Glory be to God. Sometimes we have been through seasons that has caused us to lose our vigor. Yeah, you can go through moments that uh, just suck the life out of you. You can lose things that you had plans for. Th this mother uh, lost the son that she expected would be there during her old age. She lost someone that she had plans for, someone uh, that she loved. Isn't it difficult when your plans just all of a sudden change? See, see death is so abrupt because uh, we don't plan for death. Death just shows up on the scene. And when death shows up, our plans are often shattered. Maybe it's, it's the death of a business. Maybe uh, it's the passing away of your joy. Whatever it may be, when death shows up, it is abrupt. It, it causes people to go into places of despair and depression when death shows up. This, this nation has been hit with death. We've seen a constant procession of death. So many have lost their breath in this season. And despite what seems to be so bad, in this particular passage, something so good is happening. Something, is so, something so good is happening because Jesus is moving. Glory be to God. Aren't you glad that God will move in your moment of bereavement? Aren't you glad that God will come into a place when there is crying, when there is pain, when there is a loss of hope, when there is a loss of faith? Aren't you glad that God will just show up on the scene? This, this text is so powerful because there is a collision that occurs in Luke chapter 7 that causes someone who lost something to get it back. There, there is a collision that happens and, and, and there are crowds that come together and, and Jesus is at the center of the narrative. He's moving and a crowd of expectation is following him. They're following him because of the miracle that he performed yesterday. Just yesterday, he did something that was so powerful. He, he sent a word to the centurion servant and caused his servant to be healed. And there were people who heard about how powerful he is and how he operates in, in divine authority and how he can speak to something and cause it to recover. There are people that are following Jesus. They, they went with him. They walked with him. And they're walking with him expecting uh, him to do something again. Oh, my God. Where are the people at that expect Jesus to do another miracle? Uh, you, you said he, he did it yesterday. He, he did something powerful yesterday. He spoke. And recovery happened. And so they're, they're following 
Jesus. Jesus shifts from one place to another. He comes to the town of Nain. And in Nain, something had just occurred. Someone had just passed. Someone died. And this is significant because uh, there's a large crowd uh, following this grieving mother. So when we recognize that there is a large crowd following her, we must surmise that the person who died was important. Yeah. Your funeral will speak of your impact on earth. Yeah. There's a large crowd following her and they are grieving the loss of her son. So there's a crowd that is grieving and there's a crowd that is expecting. Oh my God. A crowd that is upset about the loss and a crowd that has been moved by the power of God and they're expecting God to do something. Jesus shifts from one place to another and he comes to the town of Nain. Now, now Jesus is looking for something. He never uh, moves by coincidence. He, he, he's never off schedule. He's, he's never, never in the wrong place. He's always in the right place at the right time. See, he knew when this boy would die. He knew that they were uh, on the way to, to bury him. Jesus was aware of all of this. And he said, since I got a crowd that's expecting something, I might as well not disappoint them. Yeah, yeah. Since, since I got some people that are following me and they expect something to happen, uh, I got to show them something. Uh, I got to show them who I am. Oh, my God. There is a crowd that is pressing on Jesus. They're pressing on the power of God in the person of the Christos, the Christ, the anointed one. They are pressing the olive. They said, I want something out of this situation. Uh, God, will you move again like you moved yesterday? There's some people that's watching me right now. You're asking that question. God, will you move again like you moved yesterday? And he said, don't worry about it. I can do better than what I did yesterday. Yesterday, I sent a word and I healed somebody that was sick. But today, I'm going to touch a coffin. Oh, my God. I'm telling you that God can exceed what he did yesterday. Oh, he can exceed it. He can exceed it. He, he can beat what he did yesterday. See, see, some of us are stuck in what he did yesterday. And he's saying, no, I can do better. I can do better. I can do more. I can do greater than what I did yesterday. Oh, I sense a resuscitation that is happening right now. Uh, there are people uh, who are getting ready to get out of their coffins. I can sense it. I can sense it that somebody is about to get up out of that dead place that they were in. I can sense it that somebody is rising from a place. See, people thought it was over for this young man. They thought uh, that there was nothing that could be done. Have you ever had a situation in which people thought nothing could be done? Yeah, some of us are dealing with that kind of situation right now. We are dealing with a situation uh, that, that it, it just appears that nothing can really be done about this. It's in the coffin. It's in the coffin already. It's, it's, it's in the coffin. 
what, what do you do when it's in the coffin? Uh, it, yeah, yeah, some of us, we can believe when it's sick. But what do you do when the casket closed? What, what do you do when it's in the coffin? Some of us are dealing with coffin situations. Oh yeah, we got some coffin situations that, that, that we have in our lives and we're wondering, what can I do with this thing? And here comes Jesus at the perfect time as they're coming out of the gate. He's coming into the gate. Yeah, Jesus is getting ready to collide with death. Perfect timing for God to, to show up in this situation while there is a whole crowd waiting on the next moment that Jesus will do something extraordinary. They are so enamored. They are captivated by his ministry that they are stepping with him when he moves they move where are you going at next Jesus I'm on my way too I won't miss what you're about to do where are the people at that have that that mental perspective that I won't miss what you're about to do I don't care if it throws my schedule off I don't care if I have to tell somebody I'm not coming to the barbecue. I don't care if I have to tell somebody that today we not going to the movies. When Jesus moves, I step with him. Because I don't want to miss. I don't want to miss what he about to do because I know he about to do something. See, this is, this is the mindset and, and this is the, the kind of atmosphere that creates miracles. When people are on the edge of their seats and they're saying, watch him, something is about to happen. Don't take your eyes off of him. Jesus walks in and I want you to make note of this. That eyes shift from the casket to the Christ. Oh my God. I want you to I want you to hear me right now. Sometimes you got to be ready to shift your attention from the dead thing to the living thing. Oh my God. See, there is a shift that happens. They take their eyes off the casket and everybody's looking at Jesus. They're looking at Jesus and I can hear the crowd murmuring. What is he getting ready to do next? I can hear the crowd whispering. What's getting ready to happen? Here is a funeral procession, but there is a move of God that meets the funeral procession. The crowd is on the edge of their seats waiting for the Christ to do something. What you going to do? Yesterday it was a sick man. Today is a dead man. What are you going to do? Here, here is Jesus. He, he walks to the casket. But what's so interesting is before he walks up to the casket, he tells the mother, stop crying. Stop crying. No, it doesn't make sense. I know she's grieving the loss of her only son. Uh, it makes sense for her to cry right now. But, but Jesus it's, it's telling her something when he tells her to stop crying. See, when your child cries because they lost something and, and you tell them to stop crying, it may be an indication of what you're getting ready to give them. 
Oh, stop crying about that. Don't, don't, don't worry about that. Stop crying about that right now. I'm about to change your situation. Will you stop? Will you just stop crying for a moment? Will you stop weeping about what you thought you lost? Will you stop crying about it? I'm here. Stop crying. He tells her to stop crying. And then he moves to touch the coffin. This is, this is so powerful. That Jesus moves to touch something that is dead. He said, no, I'm about to touch something that died. We're used to God touching something that's alive. But he likes to lay hands on dead stuff too. Oh my God. He, he likes to touch stuff that ain't breathing no more. He liked to touch stuff that has expired. And he said, let me show you that there's more to me than the healing. Oh, I can do more than that. I, I am God in the flesh. See, see, you got to understand who I am and what I'm able to do. I can do more than heal. I can resuscitate. I'm about to freeze this funeral. I'm about to stop this funeral in its tracks. All around the nation, we need a funeral freeze. We need God to stop the procession and cancel the burial. Hallelujah. We need God to move right now. I want you to see a process in our narrative uh, on this morning, I want you to see a process. There is a process here. There is something uh, that we need to be able to pluck from the narrative. We need to take it out of the text and put it into our lives. They're carrying a dead thing. Jesus touches it and they stop. They're carrying a dead thing. Jesus touches the coffin and they stop. See, this is where we understand how God wants to move. When God touches, he's saying to you, pause where you are. He said, don't take another step forward. I want you to stop. He does not stop them. They stop because of the touch. You got to be willing to stop when God touches your situation. You got to say, everybody stand still. Stand still, stand still, and, and see the salvation of our God. Stand still. God is about to move. If you keep moving, he can't move. But if you stop, he'll move. God is speaking to someone right now, and he's saying, you moving too much. He's saying, stop where you are so I can deal with your dead thing. If you stop, I'll deal with it. If you stop, I will deal with it. If you stop, I'll speak to it. They stop. Not only do they stop, we got to look deeper into the text. They stop and they put the dead thing down. Yeah, yeah. They, they were carrying a coffin. When Jesus touched it, they stopped. And they put the coffin down. What have you been carrying that you need to put down? What have you been hauling around that God is telling you, why don't you sit that down right now? Because I'm moving with a crowd of expectation. Uh, something is about to Oh, something is about to change. I, I dare to just shout it. Something uh, is about to change. There is a resuscitation. 
Oh, this thing about to come to life again. Something uh, is about to open his eyes again. Something uh, is about to sit up again. Put it down. Put it down. Put it down. Put it down, put it down, put it down. I'm speaking to each and every person that's watching right now. Put it down. You've carried it for too long. You've worried with it for too long. Will you just stop for a moment and... We live carrying stuff that we don't got no business carrying. Put down your marriage. Yeah, put it down in his presence. Sit it where he is. Sit it where he is. You, you, you got to get out of, each and every person that's watching right now, this is what you got to get out of. You got to get out of thinking that if you carry it, you'll make it. Yeah, some of us think that if we carry it, you know, I, I can make it if I carry it. I, I know that it's killing my back. I know that it's breaking me down, but at least I got it. A at least I still have it. I know what it's doing to me, but I, I still got it. I still got it. I can still, I can still hold on to it. Some of us, we are okay carrying what is breaking us down. These men stop and they put it down. They put the casket down. They put it down because it's heavy carrying dead stuff. It's heavy. It's heavy. It's too heavy for you. It's too heavy for you. I'm speaking concerning the thing that's been worrying you out. It is too heavy for you. Would you stop where you are and put it down in his presence? It's hard for us. It is. It's hard for us. I, I must admit, it's hard for me to put some things down. There are some things that, you know, um, I don't put down until um, I get hurt. I hope you hear this. There, there's some things that I didn't put down until what I was carrying hurt me. Can you hear? Can you hear? That there, There's some things that we carry that we won't put down until God allows it to hurt us. You know you've been carrying that relationship on your back and is dead. Some of us would rather carry it than to be without it. It's hard to put down stuff that you are attached to. I don't care how long it's been dead. Sometimes we're carrying something that, that we were attached to and, and, and the only thing left there is the skeleton. And, and we still got it and, and, and God is here to touch the coffin. And, and you know what? You know what we do? Most of us, we keep walking after a touch. Instead of pausing for a minute and allowing God to deal with our dead thing, we just keep it moving because we've been trained to keep it moving. We've been trained to just keep going. Everything's going to be all right. No, everything ain't going to be all right. I need to stop right here before this thing takes me out. I gotta stop right here. It's good to stop sometimes. It's good to pause sometimes. It's good to regather yourself after a while of carrying something. They don't just stop, but Jesus is getting ready to speak to a dead thing, so they have to open the coffin. Where are the people at? There's not. 
afraid anymore to open what expired. Where are the people that will open it up in the presence of Christ and say, look, here it is. I'm talking about all the stuff that you've been hiding. All of the stuff that no one has seen. No, no one knows what's even in your coffin or in your closet. He said, you can keep it closed for them, but for me, open this thing up. Oh, my God. Yeah, you can keep it closed for the public, but when I show up, I need you to open up this thing. And listen, I'm not asking you to open it up because I'm nosy. See, there are people that want you to open up your coffin because they're nosy. They can't do nothing about it. All they're going to do is talk about what's dead. Jesus is not telling you to open it up so that he can talk about it. He's telling you to open it up so he can speak to it. Oh, there's a difference. There's a difference between talking about it and speaking to it. See, you need some people in your life that will speak to what died on you. Your dream died on you. You need some people that are prophetic uh, that will speak to your dead thing that you're carrying in the coffin. There are some people right now, I prophesied to you uh, right now in the name of Jesus uh, that your dead thing is about to come to life. Yeah, it's about to come to life. Resuscitate. 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 Go ahead and bring it back, God. Revive the joy that left me. Revive the life that left me. I needed to come back. I needed to come back. The bearers stopped and they opened up the coffin. I see it. They're opening up the coffin. And Jesus looks at the young man and he talks to what is dead. He says, young man, I tell you, get up. Young man, I tell you, get up. The thing that died, Jesus is speaking to. Jesus is speaking to what is dead. And he says, young man, get up. Aren't you glad that you serve a savior that can speak to what is dead? Oh, my God. See, see, this is where you see the grace of God operating in your life when he speaks to what is dead. Now I want you to see something that's extremely important here. In the miracle that happened the day before this narrative, the centurion is praised because of his faith. We hear no mention of the mother's faith of the child that died. Jesus does not talk about her faith in him. What does the scripture say? The scriptures say that he was moved with compassion. Aren't you glad that even when your faith is low that Christ got compassion? Oh my God. Aren't you glad that he's not dependent on your faith all the time? Sometimes he going to move just because he feels for you. Oh, my God. He feels for this woman and he moves to touch what died on her. He's not moved because she has such great faith. This is, this is amazing because uh, she has no expectation of resuscitation. She's not expecting anything to happen. But guess what? There is a crowd that's following him that expects him to do something. Oh, my God. See, 
I want you to receive this right now because some of the miracles that you're going to get is going to happen because the crowd created the atmosphere for it. You just walked into a move of God. Hallelujah, I dare to just praise her right there. You just walked into it. You didn't, you ain't do nothing to deserve this. There was a crowd that experienced how he moved yesterday. Uh, you getting a miracle because of the history in the crowd. Because of what the crowd experienced Jesus do yesterday, you need some people in your life that's a witness to the move of God. You need some people that believe God to resuscitate what died on you. Yeah, they're looking at Jesus and they're wondering what's getting ready to happen. What's, what's getting ready to occur? Here is the Christ. He's moving, and he just touched the coffin. What's going to happen in this moment? They're sitting on the edge of their seats, uh, and they're saying to themselves and whispering to each other, can you believe what's getting ready to happen? Uh, God is getting ready to do something. Uh, there's no way he would touch it uh, if he don't have the power to speak to it uh, and bring it back uh, to his original state. He's He's getting ready to do something. He's, he's getting ready to do something. He's, he's getting ready to make something happen. Something is about to rise out of a dead place. Here is Jesus ready to move. Ready to touch something dead. Ready to speak to something that's in the coffin. He's ready and there are people behind him that are expecting. Expecting people will cause a change to happen. Expecting people are not waiting for God to show them they got a history with them. Yeah, they got a history. They, they, they seen him move before. There is two crowds here. It's the grieving crowd and, and the expecting crowd. But I want you to know that it does matter what crowd you run with. You need to run with a crowd that's expecting. Oh, my God. It don't matter what the other crowd is saying if you're running with the crowd that's expecting. The expecting crowd can overrule, uh, oh my God, can overrule the grieving crowd. Oh my God. They'll overrule it. They'll overrule it. They'll overrule it. The people that's expecting uh, are about to overrule the people that are disappointed. Oh my God, I feel it in this atmosphere right now uh, that there's a resuscitation that's about to happen. Uh, the people that are expecting uh, is about to create an atmosphere for miracles. Jesus says in this atmosphere, boy, get up. <laughs> boy, get up and the boy sat up. And the boy began to talk. What you thought you lost is about to speak to you again. Oh, yeah, the thing that you thought you lost, God is saying, I'm going to make it talk. I'm going to make it talk. It's, it's about to say something. And the fact that he talks when Jesus speaks helps us to understand what he may have said. He may have began to say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you for speaking into my coffin. Thank you for speaking into my dead place. Thank you, oh God, for causing me to sit up again. If you put it down and open it up, God said, I'll speak to it. I'll speak to it. I'll speak to it. You just got to put it down. Stop, stop carrying it. If you put it down, I'll speak to it. There is a process that God wants us to see. They stop, they drop it, and they open it up. If you can stop, 
if you can drop it and if you can open it up, God will speak it up. Oh, yes, he will. He'll speak it up. It will rise again. There is a resuscitation that is happening all across the nation right now. The funeral procession will freeze. There is a funeral freeze that's happening right now. God said, death be hey. Death, get in your place. Death, life has showed up. There's a collision between death and life and life overcomes death. Say, because I'm here, life will come. Life is coming right now. Life is coming right now. The scripture says that great fear swept the crowd and they praised God saying a mighty prophet has risen among us. It is time for you to praise God right here in this moment. I dare you to open up your mouth and just begin to praise him. Oh, all of those that are watching right now, I dare you to just praise, praise God. He's speaking to my coffin. He's speaking into my dead situation. I praise the Lord for what he's doing in my life. He's so good. He's so good. He's so good. We need a divine visitation. They say God has visited his people today. God has visited his people today. A miracle has happened. He stopped the funeral and caused the boy who died to recover. Funeral freeze. Resuscitation. I speak over each and every one of you right now. Resuscitate now. Resuscitate now. Life come right now. Where there was death, life come. Where there was no ruah, wind blow. Go ahead and inhale again. Exhale again. This is a new day. This is a new day. Breathe. Breathe. Resuscitate. Life come. Life come. Life come. Resuscitate. Life. Life. life life is coming right now all of you who are watching virtually life is coming right now into your house he's touching your coffin he's touching your he's touching your coffin Will you just stop for one moment? Will you just stop for one moment and put it down in his presence? Stop hiding and put it down in his presence right now. Open that thing up. Let him, let him put his eyes on it. Don't cover up right now. Don't cover up right now. God is ready to move in your life. You know you've been carrying a dead thing for too long. God is saying to you, I can do this for you. I'm doing it for you, not because you just believe me so much. I'm doing it for you because I got compassion. I'm moved with compassion. I move because I know you need a touch from me. I move because you can't carry it. You can't carry it anymore. And I'm ready to deliver you. I'm ready to set you free. I'm ready to give you what you lost. You had so many plans. You, you had thought about days that were to come and you thought you and your son would be there together. You thought that you, 
And he says, let me touch it. Let me touch it. But before I touch it, will you please put it down? Will you please put it down? I want you to say right where you are, I'm putting it down. Matter of fact, write it in the comments. I'm, I'm putting it down right now. I'm, I'm putting it down. And I'll open it up so you can speak to it. Thank you. Thank you for coming into name. Thank you for walking through the gate. Thank you that you didn't let me get to the burial place. Thank you. Oh, my God. I want to pray for each and every person that's watching right now. Listen, Jesus is touching you right now. Those who were dead, you were dead in your sins, you were dead in hopelessness. God is saying to you right now, let me touch you. Let me touch you. If you open up to me, I'll speak to you. He said, I'm ready to speak to you right now. Lives are being transformed right now. All of those under the sound of my voice, there's a prophetic anointing that's touching you right where you are. The tangible presence of God is here. Is here. Is here. It's here. The anointed one is here. The Christ is here. The liberator is here. The lamb is here. The line of Judah is here. The palm and Gilead is here. Oh, the lily of the valley is. Hallelujah. He's here. Stop the funeral. Father, I thank you right now for life coming. There's life coming to you. I prophesy over you right now. I prophesy over you right now. I prophesy over you, Tanya. I prophesy over you, Dan. I prophesy over you. Life come. Life come. I speak it in your house right now. Oh, my God. You didn't come out of name, but Christ came to you. He's coming right now. Receive him. Receive him. I thank you, Father, for people that are coming to you right now. Their lives are being submitted to you right now. They're saying yes to you. They're saying yes to your touch. They are stopping right now. They're opening up their coffin so that you can speak to it. Come on, I want you to pray with me right now. Receive him, receive him, receive him as Lord. Receive him as Savior. Receive him right now. Life is coming where there was death. It felt like it was death in your house. You woke up and you said, this house feels dead. God said, I'm breathing right now. I'm breathing right now into your house. There's a wind that's coming, that's hitting your house right now. Receive the wind of the Holy Spirit as God sweeps through your house. The glory of God is sweeping through. Just lift your hands right wherever you are, right wherever you are. In your home, lift your hands right now. God is moving and somebody is being touched and somebody is being saved and somebody is being delivered. Somebody is dropping the coffin right now. They're dropping it. Father, I thank you for those that are giving their lives to you right now. They're accepting you. I want you to pray with me right now. I want you to say this. Jesus, I accept you. I accept you. I put down my coffin right now. Whatever is dead in my life, if it's me that's dead, I open myself up to you. I know life can come if you just speak. 
Just one word can change my situation. I want life right now. I want to live, God. I want to live. I've been feeling so dead. I've been feeling so broken. I've been feeling without. I've been lonely. I've been depressed. I want to live. Speak to me now. Life come. Life come. Life come. Come on, receive him right now. Confess him. Say, Jesus, you're my Lord. Come on, say it. Jesus, you're my Lord. You're my Savior. I receive you right now. And I open up my coffin to you. Open up my coffin to you. You can cause life to come. But there was death. Glory be to God. I thank God for life coming. You getting ready to sit up and speak. You've been silent for a long time, but you about to speak. Your lungs about to work again. Praise is coming into your lungs. You ain't worshiped in a long time, but you're about to worship right now. Come on and lift up your hands and praise him right where you are. Come on, praise him right where you are. Lift him up. Praise swept the city of Nain. And they had just been through a funeral. The large crowd went throughout the city and told of the resuscitation. Life has come back. Aren't you so glad for life? If you're glad for life, go ahead and give God some praise in this place. Come on, let's thank God for the word of God. Hallelujah, the word of God is alive. The word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword. The word of God is settled in heaven. The word of God cannot return void. Hallelujah, 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 yes, God, yes, God, yes, God, I dare you to just give him right now a return to the sanctuary praise. See, this praise ain't for everybody. This is for the people. This this, this is for the people that said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go until the house of the Lord. Our feet shall stand within thy gates, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem is built as a city that is compact together. Yes! Glory to God. Yes! One more hallelujah. I'm so grateful for the word of God. Did the word of God bless you? Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm a worshiper at heart. Where are the worshipers at? All in the room. True worshipers who have made a decision, I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise will continually be in my mouth. Glory be to God.